Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And I'm AJ Casada. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you would like to join a community of like-minded agency owners and scale your business while doing so, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash call to explore options on how we can help you scale your agency. What is good, agency owners? We got a really cool episode and conversation today. I brought returning guest, Ben Billups, eight-figure agency client, one of the fastest growing clients we actually have right now. This guy is going to be adding millions in annual recurring revenue this year in 2024. So we're not here to talk about that today. We're here to actually talk about the thing he does. And I'm bringing him on to basically go into my beehive and rip it apart. And for those of you that thought that was, um, you know, could be a, a dirty joke, get your mind out of the gutter. This is just two guys hanging out. Beehive, for those of you that don't know, it's a software that you could run your newsletter through. So for the people that haven't heard the episode where I had you on, uh, who's Ben Billups and, you know, what do you do? And then let's just kind of go through some newsletters and you can actually share your screen as you're looking at things and we'll take it from there. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. So I've been, I've been doing email marketing for a while, did sort of was a generalist before that. Kind of the short version here on like why we're talking right now is that, um, I was working with a bunch of different news publishers. They wanted to scale with cold audiences. We basically figured out how to do that safely in a way that was legally compliant and also that maintained high deliverability, high engagement. And then we've just recently adapted those strategies basically into the B2B newsletter space. So personal brand, agencies, B2B SaaS, et cetera. And that's where it's been crushing because we can take anyone from zero into tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of subs in fairly short order for a price that's cheaper than lead generation. And that's what's been working really well, so. Yeah, and just for context, I'm looking at my Beehive dashboard. In the last four weeks, I've gone from 2,800 subs to 6,000 subs. I told Ben, look, I want to add 60,000 subs this year. It's just like anything, we're targeting people on a list. We're looking to, these are people we could work with. So if they're subscribed to my newsletters and they're adding value and they're receiving value, like at some point we could target them on a segmented list, do some sales copy, all that fun stuff. So this call, I wanted Ben to come in and demonstrate through what I'm already doing. Here are some common mistakes. Jordan, here's here's some mistakes you're doing. If I'm doing it and you're having, writing a newsletter, you're probably going to be able to learn from that because if I'm making a mistake, you're probably making a mistake too even though you're technically all marketers and I'm the one guy who's technically not. Ignore that part. So yeah, Ben, do you want to share your screen and actually just pull up one of my newsletters and just rip me slash it slash whatever you want to shreds? And we're open to all ideas and suggestions. And then for those of you that are listening and not watching, we will narrate this in a way that stimulates your imagination as if you are here seeing it in your mind's eye. So we just pulled up Jordan's beehive. We're looking at a couple of his newsletters. And I mean, I can go through and talk about this from a couple of different perspectives, but really what we're looking for when it comes to content optimization 
and this is true if you're pushing value-added content or if you're pushing direct response, is you want a, some type of clear call to action or a clear hook, right? So in this case, if you're writing a long, a piece of long-form content, just like any long-form piece of content, you know, each step of the content is something that you want to be motivating them to continue to read. Or in the case of if you're pushing direct response, you would want a really clear hook, a really clear offer. And then ideally a CTA that shows above the fold on a mobile device. And I think this is even true if you're just pushing value-added content, which actually let me pull this one of these. I'm trying to find this newsletter here real quick, because I think this is a perfect example of where I would recommend doing this is you don't necessarily have to be pushing a direct response offer above the fold, but if you have something to offer above the fold for them to click on, that's going to drive engagement. It's going to send them further down the funnel. And it's also going to help your deliverability because a high click-through rate is going to let the ISPs know that you're a high quality sender, you're driving high quality engagement with the content that you're sending. So this is a great example that I've just pulled up here. I mean, one thing I would do off the bat is I would make this logo like way smaller. This logo is enormous. For those of you that can't see this, my logo on my email is enormous. We're already on it, Ben. That's something that we've, we're already on it. Yeah. So I mean, you could make this like a single line, obviously. I mean, there's no reason this shouldn't take up more than like 10% of the visual, like vertical real estate on the newsletter. So definitely you could make that smaller. This week's agency insight is a headline. Not bad from Jordan Ross, a figure agency has a date. Not bad. I mean, I mean, this is fine, but you want to make sure that I would say if you can make this headline, something interesting and topical, right? So, I mean, in this case, I can't see the subject line on this one, but Oh, there we go. Yeah. It's at the top, right? If you look up, it says my journey. So the subject line, the newsletter is my journey from zero to 2 million ARR. There you go. So even if you just took this and dropped it in here, just following through on the hook, that might be stronger, or you could actually add to it. So they've already seen my journey from zero to 2 million ARR. And then you could basically expand on the idea with the headline to try to keep uh, looping them in. Same thing here. I mean, you could probably... The date's already showing at the top here, the current date. So you could just blow this away, save yourself some vertical real estate there, leaving your name at the top, not a bad thing. And actually you could do this in Beehive and show yourself as the author has a little photo of you, says Jordan Ross. That'd be a better way to go probably. But again, we're talking pretty small feedback. The big piece of feedback here is I would basically restructure this content to find a way to put this video thumbnail like way up further on the top with just with the, I, the thought being that when people see this, video thumbnail, the likelihood that they're going to click through is pretty darn high. Whereas when somebody opens an email, you can't really assume that they're going to scroll. I think like a healthy way to view email, especially the above the fold real estate on mobile, is to almost think of it more like an ad where it's like, we got to show them something right away that's going to catch their interest. And then basically with like some type of defined goal for escalation, is the goal for them to scroll or do we want them to click through this YouTube video, right? And in this case, videos do great, right? Video thumbnails with a play button on it do really well. So I basically, I would just say, find a way to, to show this. I mean, potentially even just drop it, boom, like right here under your name and then have this description under it for people who want to keep reading. Would definitely drive more clicks. And then I would also say potentially slightly further down. I mean, one thing that you do in a lot of your newsletters is you put your CTA in like a PS down here which I don't think this is a bad thing. And when I say CTA, I essentially mean this is sort of your book a call to consult about um, agency operations. But I think there's probably also a way that you could 
put something a little bit more prominent or obvious above the fold or not above the fold, but further up in your communication, maybe some type of small banner, or maybe you could basically just make this call out a little bit more concise and interesting or to provide, explain what's going to happen when they schedule a meeting. So let's pause there. Let's pause there for the listener. So for those of you listening, at the bottom of all my emails, it says, and Ben's reading one from, you know, July of last year. So that, you know, this is pretty dated, but it says, P.S. want to build an, grammar's wrong. That's unfortunate. Um, P.S. want to build a hands-off, no stress, profit generating agency. Imagine if this has been running for like eight months now. <laughs> Incorrect grammar. Harness the power of process and systems. More grammar, grammatical errors. This is not good. Guys, I'm just letting you know, don't judge me for my grammar. Judge me for my content. Please and thank you. Uh, harness the power and process. How harness the power of process and systems to build a profit generating team that can function without you. Click here to schedule. So that's what he's talking about. It's at the bottom. Where would you put it? Like, this is your newsletter. You're waking up. This is your thing. Where should we put it in my newsletter? And let's draw the comparison there for everyone listening. Let's just scroll through and show me. Put, let's put it here moving forward. Yeah, for sure. And I think just to be clear, like what I'm describing is basically making the making your CTA maybe a little bit more aggressive, but in such a way that you're not necessarily driving people away or interrupting the content, if that makes sense, but just positioning it in such a way that you're more likely to drive clicks and essentially like your end goal is to get people on calls out of this newsletter, right? So let's be more aggressive with that. So I would even say, let's leave this down here, right? There's no problem in having a, a, a CTA at the bottom. So let's just say in a hypothetical scenario, we bump this thumbnail up. We keep this intro text, which is basically introing the video. And then before you dive into the second system, how you retain clients with better communication, which is the second section of this newsletter, before you do that, you could basically just have a one line, like a pretty unobtrusive, but bold and like very clear one line call to action that, and now we just basically boiled down some of this copy. So, I mean, you could even just literally take one to build a hands-off, no stress profit generating agency, click here to schedule a meeting. And I would make schedule a meeting uh, and like an actual button. And then just drop that as like a pretty unobtrusive section, basically right here in between your first and your second section, right? And again, it, it's it's very similar to like when you're doing web page CRO, where you just see an exponential drop off with scrollers. It's like the same is true on email. So you just want to place your CTAs in such a way that more people are seeing them and you're driving more clicks through them, but not in a way that's actually drawing away from the, the, the total experience. One of the hardest things as an agency owner is building a team that can actually execute without needing you can deliver results that you could trust to learn things fast and deliver every single time. The reality though, most of us can't afford top tier talent. And even those of us who can afford top tier talent doesn't know how to get the best talent to work for us. That's why I built the eight figure funnel. I've been able to hire over six eight-figure COOs and convince them to come work for me to help my clients grow. Guys that have already been there and done that, that have run 20, 30, 50, 80 million dollar a year companies working for someone who's not even 30 years old. I've put this all into a simple ebook so you can do exactly the same thing. If you want access to this ebook, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash value and grab 
one of my best pieces of free content that I've ever released today. Hey there, this is Jordan Ross, your host of How to Scale an Agency, and thank you so much for listening. If this podcast has given you any value, if you listen to it weekly or you're just tuning in on a blue moon, please like and subscribe and give us a good review. Reviews are the easiest way that we can help other agency owners expand their information, their knowledge, and grow their companies, which is why we do this. We do this to help each and every one of you make business growth simpler. So like I've said, if you've received value, we do not promote our podcasts any other way except through word of mouth. We don't have sponsors because we want to keep this as high level for you as possible. If you could return just a little bit of a thank you back to us, we would so greatly appreciate it. Now, let's get back to the show. So this is a really interesting insight. So I'm taking notes, you know. So the big thing so far is let's, we're keeping the PS at the bottom, but we're adding a new CTA. And what I heard, because all my, for in general, my writing style is I'll have a hook saying that to make a little bit compelling to actually have you watch and read it. And then typically I give like context of the hook. I don't just try, jump right in to the story or whatever I'm talking about, but I'll usually literally have the section called context. So you're saying before I get to point number one, it's after context before point number one, strong CTA. And what I wrote, one to 10x profit while removing yourself from the day-to-day operation, book a consultation here. Love it. And for all of you listening, right, just what Ben's saying, add a hard sell CTA after your hook at the top of your newsletter, maybe like one half a paragraph down. So, well, cool. all right, Ben, let's keep ripping it, sniffing it. Let's go to the one from last week or the week before. Even though the, the format is pretty much the same, I want to make sure, yeah, February 11th, right? So we get the most up-to-date how we're using the emails. So this is the most recent one. I can make an average entrepreneur into a millionaire or a deca millionaire. I think that's great. Honestly, I would even just take this first line and I would put it straight up here, right? That's going to catch your attention. So put my hook, instead of saying this week's agency insight, we're going to just put the hook there and we're going to put the hook where we normally write it. And then you can let the rest of this play through pretty much as is. And then just as we discussed, drop a CTA in here, weekly insight. And again, I think it's also like different emails have different goals, right? So in this case, we're basically pushing a ton of value added content to your new subs in order to activate them and get them to engage. So, I mean, we want to make sure we're using our real estate well to drive conversions, but also like the goal here is to build your audience, to build your authority. It's nurturing. Yeah, this is 100% a nurturing tool. This is not a sales tool. Exactly. So that's why it's like you want to be conscious about your placements. But yeah, I mean, the nurturing here is great. Service profit numbers. You've got a whole breakdown here. I mean, if anything, this is pretty skimmable. I would actually bold a bunch more stuff. Like I might bold a couple of phrases in the middle of your content. I might bold these these metric titles or maybe the metric numbers. Because the idea is that most people aren't going to read this super in depth. They're going to be skimming. So you want to make skimming as easy as possible for them. Very good business to acquire. Looking for good business high level before I go in depth. Churn, margin, sales, good. Digging deeper, learning about the story. Peaks interest, do to do. Yeah, I mean, you're diving into a lot of detail here, which is great. So can I jump in real quick? So this might be actually a good segue. Maybe let's talk about segmenting lists because it seems like 
what you're saying, let's change the, let's tweak these things, but let's keep your newsletter as is because what you're doing, Jordan, it's it's working. Like you're, this is not a sales newsletter. This is strictly to nurture, which is, that's exactly what it is. You have Beehive open. How do we start to go through Beehive and figure out who do we segment? And if you see anything else, like at the bottom of that, feel free to shout out. But how do we segment? You know, what do we write to them? Let's go through that because that's obviously the next level. Yep. And one other thing that I just noticed, I mean, if to spice this up, you've got killer content at the bottom. It might even be interesting to throw this like more towards the middle as just like a way to break up the content and give people something to click on that's more outside my favorite piece of content from last week. I think this is a great section. And I think you could basically just throw it in the middle pretty easily. Yeah, no, I think this is great. So, I mean, we could go to the segmentation part here and we've got a bunch of segments and we can't explain all of them in great detail. So is this something that happens automatically on Beehive or is this something that's been actively done by your team? Because I have no clue. We build the segments, but the segments are dynamic, right? So you essentially set dynamic definitions where you can say someone has opened at least once in the last 30 days, for example, where they contain these specific properties. And then those segments will dynamically populate each day in Beehive. So once you've built them, you've built them, unless you're specifically trying to build a static list. Got it. So these are already, it's defined set of rules. Okay. Exactly. So, I mean, there's a couple of ways you can approach this. So let's say, for example, you want to start layering on direct response messaging. Let's even say, and this would be a great approach for you, I think, is you've nurtured your list, you're building it with content. We've got your core segment set up for that. We could build a segment for you that's kind of in between. You're like, all right, this list is warm, but this, but these aren't, you know, hyperactive, super duper engagers, but they're somewhere in the middle, right? They're clearly interested in the content that you're putting out. And I would even say you could take a, you, we could build a segment for you that would be, let's say 30 day clickers or 60 day clickers would be a pretty strong intent signal in this case. And so we could, I mean, I could literally build that segment here on the call, but we could take a segment of 30 day clickers and you could take your best performing cold outreach email and literally just take that, push that out in Beehive to your 30-day clickers. And so it would be a smaller segment, but because you know they're engaging, they're probably going to be more forgiving to a direct response message, right? And then you're, you're purely just saying like, hey, this is what we do. These are the problems that we solve, book a call, whatever that content is. You could probably push that out as is and start getting calls from that, right? And then as your audience grows, this, the size of that segment will continue to increase and if the, if the engagement remains high, then you'll maintain like a pretty large and warm segment of contacts. The other thing that's interesting that we, uh, we talked about a little bit earlier this week is also making a definition of hyper-engagers. And you can approach hyper-engagers different ways. So, I mean, I can even show you this definition. So we're looking at a segment here in Beehive. And basically what I have it set up for is opens is greater than two in 60 days and clicks is greater than two in 90 days, right? I mean, you can mix and match these properties pretty easily. This was basically just kind of a guess on my part. And they're active. I mean, right now, this segment's pretty small. It'll grow. But it's so small, in fact, that you could probably just do direct outreach. You could even just send up a, a, a white glove email to these contacts or reach out to them some other way. If you have phone numbers, you could even try calling them. And you could also make like an integration, essentially, to push these into your CRM. So Anytime a contact qualifies as hyper-engaged, they get flagged in your CRM for outreach. And that could be like another layer that you could add to your strategy to drive high-touch sales on top of your newsletter. I have a question. 
So we have hyper engaged and for you guys, like this is a really small list. Can you go back one? I think it was like, it was like super small. 43. How do we see who those people are? Uh, you just click in here in Beehive and it pulls up all the contacts and then we could dive into it. And these are just emails. These are not their, because I know you talk about first party data. If I had them auto subscribing and giving their phone number, would their phone number be saved in Beehive too? Or is that saved in the software that I use? So in this particular case, we don't have phone numbers that we're pushing in. If we did, we would. But let's even see here. If we have first name, last name, we push that through. Yeah, here we go. We have a first name, last name. We have their company. We have their industry. We have their job title. And we have their website. So you could even go through that list of 43 and basically like maybe even pre-qualify them, just digging through it and seeing who's ideal. You could also see exactly what they've done. So this specific contact actually clicked through on that YouTube video we were looking at earlier. So it's like, okay, great. So they're interested in that. That might even be the basis for your follow-up is they were looking at that video. Wow. And then for you, for you guys listening, right? So we're looking at this contact. This is fascinating. This person is in a first world country. They're the president. They opened how to sell for 10 million. They clicked my YouTube video on how to 10X. Yeah, no, this is so cool. And then, you know, what I'm probably going to do as a result here, like, so I'm thinking about what's a system that I can always do that will be simple for me without having to expend physical energy. What I'm going to do is I'm going to add one of my associates, one of my admins in here, and they're going to basically create a, a custom list. I'm going to see if we could get a phone number. Or I'm going to see if they have an iPhone. I'm just going to like, maybe this is a small list. It's 46 people on that list. So through the course of a month, if I add their cell, if we scrape their cell phone, which we can, and I'm going to see if I, if they have an iPhone, I'll text them with, and I'll show up in blue. Hey, it's Jordan Ross. So you've been reading this thing and we'll create some copy, or I could just make a templated thing. So basically this is where we start to plug in SDR process from newsletter process. And this is going to grow over time too. I mean, you could even see here, you, we could also set up segments. Let's say for example, if there's links that you think are particularly high intent. So like this person clicked through to your Twitter, a YouTube video, and they clicked through uh, to your newsletter site. Let's even say with your call to actions, we could probably even identify if somebody's clicked on your Calendly link, but they didn't book a call and make a segment of those contacts too, right? So that's like pretty high intent. Yo, can we do that? <laughs> Let's do that. Yo. Yeah, so um, this is really cool. This is really, really cool. So Ben, like I'm signed up for your services, right? I think everyone should be signed up for your services. And do you think it's fair for me to share what I'm investing in your services per month? Because I, or is that too much information? So guys, I'm investing 3K a month into Ben services. I'm getting thousands of qualified people on my newsletter every month. I think we're almost, we're coming up almost on a month, right? I don't think we're there just yet. And through this process, I already write really good content and exactly what Ben's saying in this call, it's, let's adjust a few things, but now the strategies that I'm going to do as a result of this is targeting. So I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to build an STR process, probably going to build a from this list of 46, and this is 46, Ben just recently built me this list. So that that's probably going to be like 100 in a month, right? We'll have a custom outreach process 
that just says, hey, thanks for, for reading. I was curious, what are you trying to accomplish? Do you want to hop on a call with, with my partner and get a free consultation, get a consultation with us, right? Or I honestly think I'm going to like the custom outreach because I still enjoy talking to people. Like I still really like that personal touch. And while I'm at this disposition, I probably will do that a little bit, but I'm also going to test some templates. So yeah, Ben, thank you so much. Really appreciate you coming on. Guys, I, I really think if you're investing into an agency service, I, I actually genuinely at the bottom of my heart, I really think Ben is providing the best service to invest in right now in 2024. And here's why. I regrettably invested 60000 probably 80000 or more into Twitter last year. I do not own that, that list. I have 56,000 followers. I would have rather, if I invested 60000 thousand dollars with that last year oh dear just hit stuff if i invested sixty thousand, you know god i i would roughly just doing some rough math i'd roughly have forty two thousand people on my newsletter list right now so imagine what that list would be like right so so yeah ben um where can i find you where can they reach out to you because guys if you're investing in marketing i think this is the best place to do it because you're going to own the audience and then you as you saw or heard the data is insane and Ben's really good. Where can they reach out? Yeah. Uh, the best place to learn more about this specific offer is forwardnewsletters.com at just fwdnewsletters.com. Kind of breaks down the process and um, you can sign up and book a call with me there. Ben, thank you for coming on. Guys, um, you heard it here first. Give him your money. And, and I will let you know, guys, if you're in need of help, we're here to help you. That's what we do. I've been getting a bunch of calls coming in from the podcast and you guys are actually my favorite people to connect with and meet, whether that's through the community or myself. I think you get to see me being me and I think that's, I don't know, just online. Everything is a segmented. I'm playing a performance on here. I'm just really being myself. So appreciate y'all. It means the world that you're listening and uh, like and subscribe and share with a friend and give Ben your money, right? See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of How to Scale an Agency. It would mean the world if you could like, subscribe, and comment on this podcast so more people can find it organically or share it with a friend. If you're looking to scale your agency and you need help, you're looking for a true partner, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash call. My business has been built on becoming fiduciaries for other companies. We are going to be your partner where I will bring in my eight-figure talent to help you grow working side by side. If you need help with that, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash call or like, share, subscribe to the pod. Thank you so much. I'll catch you on the next episode.